Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of Ghana in Focus. My name is Kwame, Ghanaian journalist and entrepreneur. And in this week's episode of Ghana in Focus, we'll be telling you about the right of return, what it is, how it came about, and also beyond the return. All right, so before I get into today's podcast, uh, just to make you aware that this podcast would not have been possible, it wasn't for the great support and help that I got from Buzzsprout.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-S-P-O-R-U-T.com. They gave me all the information and tools that I needed to be able to do this podcast. And they've also got a tutorial uh, that will teach you all the things you need to know about uh, having your own podcast, whether it's recording a podcast, editing a broadcast, how to record it, etc. Uh, Buzzsprout.com gives you all the tools and information that you need. So maybe that myself, you never thought about doing a podcast. Well, here's the opportunity. Go to Buzzsprout.com and learn about how you can present your own podcast. All right, so we're getting to this week's uh Guardian Focus episode, talking about the right of return and beyond the return. Now, 2019 was uh, the 400th anniversary of the first Africans taken from the African continent to the Western Hemisphere. Prior to 1619, uh, Africans had been taken to Europe, uh, places like Portugal and Spain, and uh, before that was the Arab uh, slave trade, whereby Arabs from or Muslims from Persia uh, came to Africa and enslaved African people. But uh, 1619 marked the year the first Africans supposedly were taken from the west coast of Africa to the America's so-called New World. And so history has it that uh, in 1619, the first enslaved Africans were taken from Jamestown in Ghana, Usu, <clears throat> all the way to Jamestown, uh, the state of Virginia in 1619. So if you look at the map of Africa, particularly the West Coast, from Senegambia all the way through to uh, Luanda in Angola, you'll find at least 72 slave forts dotted along that West African coast. Now, half of them are in Ghana. So places like Elmina, Cape Coast, Takarade, uh, Osu, Christianborg, uh, et cetera. Along the coast of Ghana, there are more than 35 slave forts, yeah? And this is because Ghana became the center of the transatlantic slave trade for more than 200 years. And that's why Ghana along the coastline is dotted with many, many slave forts that were built by the British, the Danes, the Portuguese, the Dutch, etc. Okay, so in 1619, the first of these uh, enslaved Africans was taken from Ghana, namely Jamestown in present-day Accra in the Osu area, taken to Jamestown apparently, um, ironically rather, to Jamestown, Virginia, in 1619. So 2019 marked the 400th 
100th anniversary of that significant event in the history of African peoples. And so uh, stakeholders in Ghana, for example, the organizers behind the Panifest, other cultural groups uh, got together and put a proposal to the government of Ghana as to how uh, Ghana could uh, commemorate this 400th year anniversary in 2019. So long and short of it was that the proposal was uh, that was put to the government of Ghana by groups like Panifest and other cultural groups were accepted by uh, the government of Ghana and which became known as the right of return. So in 2018, the back end of 2018, uh, Ghana's president, Nana Ado Dankwa Okufuado, uh, went on a mini tour of the United States of America and also uh, islands in the Caribbean like Barbados and Jamaica to say to you know, our people, because you know, most of you may not be aware or don't know that most of the uh, Africans that were taken to places like Jamaica and in particular the southern states of America were actually of Ghanaian heritage, yeah? Because like I said, you know, Ghana was the center of the transatlantic slave trade for more than 200 years. And so when uh, the president of Ghana went to launch the right of return in 2018, he went to those countries, like I said, you know, the uh, USA, uh, Jamaica, uh, Barbados, Antigua, to say to this people is that you are descendants of Africa. You come from Africa, namely West Africa, namely modern day Ghana. And so we are inviting you as our children who were taken away, who were stolen, to come back to the motherland, i.e. Ghana, in this case Ghana, to have this right of return program, which is which which will be a series of cultural historical events, as also as well as also giving you information about living in Ghana, getting citizenship in Ghana, and also talking to our brothers and sisters about the numerous business and investment opportunities that they were. And so, like I said, at the back end of 2018, the right of return was launched. And so at the back of this right of return program or program or commemoration or celebration, however you want to put it, more than 1 million Africans, yeah, from the diaspora and also within the continent of Africa. So there were Africans from Congo, from South Africa, from Zimbabwe, from Kenya, from Gambia, all made their way to Ghana uh, in 2019, as well as Africans from the UK, uh, US, Canada, uh, uh, Jamaica, and other parts of the Caribbean. One million Africans came to Ghana and attended the numerous events that were staged by the government of Ghana, along with partners like the Ghana Tourist Board, Panifest, and others. Uh, as part of this uh, right of return commemoration or celebration. And as part of the right of return uh, program, there's also a right of abode, which I'll go into in a minute. So like I said, 2019 was a very, very uh, historic year as far as Ghana was concerned, because it 
hosted the Right of Return or Year of Return program in 2019, which saw you know, more than 1 million Africans from the diaspora and also within the continent make their way to Ghana to attend the numerous uh, cultural and social events that were organized by the likes of the government of Ghana in conjunction with Panifest and also the Ghana Tourism Board, as well as also some of the uh, ceremonial uh, events that were laid on and also some of the business and investment opportunities that were uh, you know, also uh, you know, existing during the right of return or the year of return program. Now, what the year of return incorporated was that it is given Africans in the diaspora, particularly the chance to come to Ghana, to live in Ghana, to work in Ghana, and also to make Ghana their home and also do business. <coughs> and so that was the whole idea uh, behind the 2019 year of return. And like I said, more than 1 million African people from around the diaspora and within the continent made that journey to Ghana as a part of the year of return. Now this year of return was very, very successful because it, it enabled Ghana to be showcased to the world, not just the African world, but also to the whole world, that Ghana was a thriving country, uh, Ghana was a democratically stable country, and that Ghana was open for business, and Ghana is a beautiful country with a lot of places, a lot of things to see, to do, as well as you know, having those business and investment opportunities available for those who wanted to invest in Ghana. And so it is estimated by the government of Ghana and the uh, Ghana Tourist Board that Ghana made more than $2.5 billion as a result of the year of return program of, program of facilities that was had during that year. And on the back of that, you know, uh, program of events in 2019, under the year of return, many thousands of Africans from the diaspora, i.e. from America, from US, from Canada, from Jamaica, from Trinidad, and other Caribbean islands have settled in Ghana on the back of those great cultural uh, you know, events that took place in 2019. So it's estimated more than you know, 50,000 Africans from the diaspora you know, have made Ghana their home since 2019, okay? So that shows you, you know, the effect that 2019 had on many Africans who probably for the first time, you know, went to an African country, and in this instance, Ghana, and uh, they liked what they saw uh, about Ghana, and as such, have since made Ghana their home. I've watched many uh, YouTube videos, uh, many commentaries about the return and also how many Africans uh, from the diaspora on the back of that were inspired to make Ghana their home. And many of them have made Ghana their home and they are thriving and doing well in Ghana. And so, you know, we'll come into the opportunities at another uh, podcast, but uh, moving on to Beyond the Return. Now, Beyond the Return uh, was meant to have taken place in 2020 
as a uh, aftermath, in the aftermath of the great success of the year of return in 2019. <clears throat> but before I get to Beyond the Return, just to make you aware that, um, you know, uh, apart from uh, the things I mentioned earlier about the business and investment opportunities, the culture events, the historically events like going to the Amina and Cape Cossave castles, etc. There was, there were also as part of the year of return, okay, uh, instruments that the government of Ghana is looking at to make it a, a simple transition for our brothers and sisters in the diaspora or from the continent of Africa who want to make Ghana their home. So things like apparently, you know, there's a right of a boat program that's been passed through Parliament at the moment. Now, this right of a boat program, in conjunction with the year of return, is uh, a policy or a program that is meant to give uh, Africans in the diaspora uh, quick access to Ghanaian citizenship rather than having to wait years. You know, you, you may be able to get citizenship within about a couple of years. There's also uh, a scheme whereby Africans in the diaspora can get a visa on arrival. So rather than having to live in Ghana for a few years to get your visa, you can get the visa on arrival. And also uh, help to do with, you know, the transition in, in the country. So also helping you to get land and that kind of thing. So these are also uh, a part of the right of a boat program that is being uh, put forward for Parliament right now to make the transition more smoother for our brothers and sisters in the diaspora who would like to make Ghana their home and also do uh, business and investment opportunities as well. And so Beyond the Return was meant to take place after 2019 uh, successful year of return uh, events, but obviously uh, COVID-19 struck and as such, many of the programs that were uh, supposed to have taken place uh, in 2020 was not able to take place. But the good news is that since 2020 September, when Ghana uh, reopened the borders to international travel, you know, many diasporas uh, have come back to Ghana, you know, as part of the Beyond the Return program. And the Beyond the Return program is, again, given uh, our brothers from the diaspora and also all parts of the content, information about how to live in Ghana, how to sit in Ghana, making that transition, a uh, smooth transition, and, and also things like the business investment opportunities, etc. So since September last year, when the borders opened, there's been a raft of events that have taken place in Ghana that has continued the theme of the year of return, going into beyond the return, given our brothers and sisters or the information that they need to make that successful transition to living in Ghana. All right, so in next week's episode, we're gonna show you how to prepare to come to Ghana, what you need to know about coming to Ghana and the things you must consider before making a permanent move to Ghana, okay? So I hope you found this uh, short but brief uh, podcast of gardening focus useful. 
uh, telling you about the right of return or the year of return in 2019 and also beyond the return. All right, so if you like this, uh, please share this podcast with your friends and family and uh, you know, we will continue to bring you great content from Ghana in Focus. Until next week's uh, podcast, we'll be telling you about how to prepare to come to Ghana from myself, Kwame. Uh, thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your week. And we see you next week for more Ghana in Focus. <laughs>